Good evening, or afternoon, or morning, to all the brothers and the sisters that are watching in this moment, not just in Latin America and the United States, but also in places in Europe. And I have been told that also in Africa and in Asia, I've received messages from brothers and sisters letting me know that they stay up till midnight, 1 a.m., watching the live broadcast. And so what joy it is for us all and a greeting to you all. And my hope and my desire for the Lord to be with all of you and the Lord hear your prayers, the Lord hear all of your pleas, and so, before beginning the meditation of the Lord's Word, we will be singing a hymn. So the brothers and sisters who do not know the music of the hymns very well, you're going to learn it, and we're going to sing hymn 85. And so from your homes, seated, get comfortable, and we're going to sing hymn 85. And this hymn is titled, In My Lord Jesus Christ, I Have Found Perfect Peace. So let us sing to the Lord before we begin our meditation in the Lord this evening. So let us sing, and it goes. In my Lord Jesus Christ, I have found perfect peace in my Lord who gave his life for me. If you go at his feet, you will have his great gift. He has no one cast off, come to him. Wonderful gift, beyond compare, only Jesus will ever bestow. Tis a ray of his light, of his celestial light, that upon us he wants to let shine. In my Lord Jesus Christ, I have found pardon of sins, when to him in my anguish I went. He lit up with his love my false and hardened heart, and in him I received renewed faith. Wonderful gift, beyond compare, only Jesus will ever bestow. Tis a ray of his light, of his celestial light, that upon us he wants to let shine. In my Lord Jesus Christ, you'll have eternal life. Sinner, go to him, do not delay. He will grant you new faith, perfect peace, and pure love, and then serve the sweet Lord night and day. Wonderful gift, beyond compare, only Jesus will ever bestow. Tis a ray of his light, of his celestial light, that upon us he wants to let shine. Blessed and praised is the name of our God. And while you are home comfortably and seated, we're going to open our Bibles in Psalm 72. 
And we have been studying the Psalms. And at times we say it is the biography of our Lord Jesus Christ, but it is also the beautiful history of the Church of our God, of the believers in Jesus Christ, of all the followers of the Gospel, the true Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord Jesus Christ, when He walked the earth teaching His Word, he would express to the apostles and all those listening, he would say that in the future, false Christs would rise and false teachers, and they would be teaching twisted, wrong things in regards to his word. And effectively, this has been happening for over 2,000 years when the Lord was on earth manifesting himself among men. And truly, what the Lord spoke, many false Christs have risen and saints and many other religious beliefs drawn from the Bible, thousands of religions, thousands of people who call themselves Christians, but truly they have not followed the truth of the gospel. They have not followed this word God left written, for each has limited themselves to offer a literal interpretation of the Bible, and this is why thousands of religions have sprung from it, and I repeat, but now today we are rejoicing of the guidance of the Holy Spirit. God is guiding us. He is teaching us His true way. He is leading, leading us through the presence and the glorious work of the Holy Spirit. Now, many also call upon the Holy Spirit is a persona that is far off and remote that is only called upon but doesn't exist and doesn't manifest, doesn't act. We believe in the Spirit of God, in the Holy Spirit. We believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, as God Himself, in the Celestial Father. And we have learned all of this from the Bible. We read the book of the Gospels. We read the book of the Prophets, the book of Psalms. We read the epistles of the Apostles. And there we find the truth. We find the confirmation of the true doctrine of the Lord. This is why when you read the Bible, ask the Lord to enlighten you that he open your understanding, that you be willing to understand and comprehend the path of our Lord. If you read the Bible with faith, you read it with respect and with love toward the Lord and with the desire to learn of God, surely God will be there in that moment and will enlighten you and teach you. He will open your heart so that you fall in love with the Word of God. Now, today, we have been studying the beautiful Psalms that speak in reference to the believers of Jesus Christ or speak of the Church of our Lord Jesus Christ. They speak of Jesus Christ as well, of His youth, of the suffering He lived when He was on earth and when He was persecuted 
when he was crucified and sacrificed, but it also speaks in reference to the many blessings God has for his church, for the believers and followers in the Lord. Blessings and promises that are written here that God has been fulfilling in our lives. And we testify of the fulfillment of these promises that are written. We testify it as a reality because we ourselves have lived it. And as we live this reality, this is why we want to share with all of you, those who have not read the Bible, to read the Bible. And you will see one day you will also enjoy and you will speak and think the same things that we are saying and speaking, that God is real, that God exists. God is love and mercy, and God manifests in the lives of human beings. And so the honor and the glory be for our God. And here in Psalm 72, it says, Give the king your judgments, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son. This was in reference to our Lord Jesus Christ, saying to the Heavenly Father to give his judgments to the king or the king's son, which is Jesus Christ. Now, it was not Solomon directly to whom he was speaking to, but it was the Lord Jesus Christ, for he was that powerful king, the king that would come in the future, a righteous king, a king whose kingdom would not be of this world. It would not be a material kingdom, but a spiritual kingdom. And this king is who is reigning among us today. Our Lord Jesus Christ, he reigns and is in our hearts. In verse 2, it says, he will judge, meaning this king, this perfect king, referring to Jesus Christ, he will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. The mountains will bring peace to the people and the little hills by righteousness. This is in reference to kings. The mountains here is referring to kings and governors. And it says, he will bring justice to the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy and he will break in pieces the oppressor. The Lord here is making a promise to his children, to those that are poor, those that are oppressed, those that are in need, that he would be setting his hand to help the poor, those that are in need and those who call upon his name, that man or woman that is suffering in life, that suffers for whatever situation in life. Today we are suffering a situation in our lives. We are suffering a plague, a virus that is worldwide, and God is the only one capable of removing this. God is the only one capable of making this virus cease. And so we're going to continue trusting in this almighty God, expressing to the Lord that he will be with those afflicted, that he will save those that are in need. We are afflicted and we are in need. In this very moment, we are powerless. We are weak before nature. We're not able to do anything as human beings. We're not able to avoid things. 
No one can avoid what is happening, what is currently taking place. Only God, only our God is capable of doing these things. And so we're going to continue reading. What else does God offer us? What else does he promise us here in verse 5? It says, they shall fear you. And now this was in reference to this marvelous king, Jesus Christ, they shall fear you as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. So from generation to generation, they will fear you, they will honor you, they will praise you, they will recognize you because you are that perfect king that endures forever. You are that king forever and ever. And this is why all generations that exist from Adam to the end, all these generations shall need to fear and respect and value that powerful King, Jesus Christ, our King. Verse 6, it reads, He shall come down like rain upon the grass before mowing, like showers that water the earth. It says, Our Lord Jesus Christ is a refreshment in our hearts, in our soul. It is compared to rain when it comes upon the dry grass, upon dry land. That rain comes upon it and refreshes it. And so that is how the Lord is in our lives, in our heart. The Lord Jesus Christ is that refreshing water that gives us life that rejoices our being, our heart. He gives us encouragement and strength to continue, vigor. He is our all in our lives. And in verse 7, in his days the righteous shall flourish. So in the days of this king, righteousness shall flourish. So in the days of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the days of our Lord Jesus Christ began over 2,000 years ago after our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross of Calvary and died and on the day on the third day resurrected from that moment our Lord Jesus Christ began to reign began to reign in the world and in the hearts of men and women who have converted to him who have accepted him who have believed in him and seek him wholeheartedly this is the true gospel. The, those men and those women that are following this true gospel are those who are enjoying this rain, these showers. It says that he will flourish, that righteousness shall flourish because the Lord is righteous and abundance of peace until the moon is no more. So peace will also abound in hearts in the hearts of these men and women that are followers of the true gospel of Jesus Christ, the King. Verse 8, He shall have dominion also from sea to sea. Our Lord Jesus Christ as King, His rule, it will be a dominion from sea to sea, from beginning to end, from north to south, from west to east, it will be all over this world for all human beings. And what might we say of the whole universe? The Lord is the one who governs. Verse 9, those, so before our Lord Jesus Christ, those who dwell in the wilderness will bow before him and his enemies will lick the dust. Yes, the enemies, 
Who are those enemies? Well, we have a powerful, strong enemy who is the devil. And this very strong, powerful enemy has sown in the hearts of many negligence, unfaithfulness, disbelief in hearts so that people do not believe in God, so that people do not seek praise, glorify God, but rather they turn away from His path and they have become the enemies of God, doing evil, sinning, contradicting our God. And this is why He says they are His enemies, those who live sinning. They are contradicting our God. They are not keeping the commandments of the Lord, but on the contrary, they delight in their sin and in their evil ways. And in this way, they become the enemies. And God says, they are my enemies, those those who do not do what is right, those who do not walk the path of righteousness, obeying my commandments, those who are harming their neighbor, those who are causing others to suffer and causing much harm to others. They are my enemies, says the Lord. And this is what this is saying, that one day, one day these enemies will have to bow down and humble themselves before the King of Glory to ask forgiveness, to ask for mercy. And in verse 10, it reads, the kings of Tarshish and of the isles will bring presents, meaning people of all nations, not just in that time, it was the people of Israel, the Jews, but God was also speaking of all the other nations, and it spoke of Tarshish and the Isles and the kings of Sheba. It says the kings of Sheba will offer gifts, meaning all of them one day would need to come and bow down before our God to humble themselves and to recognize that God exists, to recognize that God manifests as Father, as Son, who is our Lord Jesus Christ, and as the Holy Spirit. All of these enemies, all of these nations, one day would need to humble themselves and recognize and ask for clemency from our God. Ask for clemency in moments in which perhaps it might be too late. And this is why the Lord in these times, He is inviting he is inviting people. He calls people and he tells them to believe in him, to trust in him, to seek him. God speaks to people through dreams, through visions. In our church, when we congregate, the Lord speaks to us through the gift of prophecy. And many people come. God speaks to them and invites them. He makes a calling and makes them promises, tells them he's going to bless them so long as they continue forward in the righteous, true path, in the path, that true path that leads to eternal life. This is the invitation the Lord makes. But we see that not everyone will answer this invitation from God. 
But some will continue and remain as enemies. But one day, they will need to humble themselves and be before the presence of God when God begins to judge mankind. There, very sad moments will be lived, very painful moments for those who did not want to pay heed to the voice of the Lord, those who did not want to read the Bible to know God, those who did not want to hear the word of the Lord nor convert to our God. They, they will need to suffer the consequences of their evil and their sins and disobedience, heartbreak, and the scorn that they projected against our God by saying God does not exist, God is a lie. All of these things, all of this the Lord here has written in His Word, and He teaches what will happen in the future so that we may reflect and meditate and be careful so that we can be intelligent and wise and praise the Lord, believe in Him, trust in Him, pray to Him. You see, the situation we're currently facing is an opportunity for the world, all mankind, so that people in different countries may sit down for a moment and think, to reflect, and meditate, what is their life? What have you done in your life? Why is this happening? Who will offer a solution? There is no solution. No one is offering solutions. We're only waiting for the mercy of God. And so, when you think of this, meditate on that. Think your whole life, you've lived far from God. You've never thought of God. You've never been interested in the things of God. Never. You've never been interested or worried in asking yourself that question, does God exist? How should I call to God? How should I seek Him? What can I do so that God hears me, so that God listens to me? Start by reading the Bible. And there you'll find the answer to your questions. Because it is necessary for you to reflect seriously and not to laugh at the situation that we're currently facing because some some just view it as something that's happening. Okay, well, this is happening now. But no, this is something we must be careful with. And in being very careful and to think seriously, what is happening? God is angry with the world. Surely that is it. And God wants everyone to recognize Him and to reach the point of repentance and saying, God, I didn't believe in you. I was an atheist. And now... I believe you exist, and I please ask you that you give me the opportunity to know you, that I am able to have this security and confidence that you exist, because I see that perhaps you do exist. So help me. Help me because I want to do what is right. I want to do good things, and I want to be heard by a supernatural being. I want you to show yourself in my life because I want to change my mind. If you are sincere, if you recognize your faults and you want God to manifest in your life, be sincere and speak to God in this way. God is listening because God is not so far off. 
He is near. He is near all human beings. He says he is watching over all human beings. He is watching the good actions, the bad actions, and everything men and women do, whether they are good or bad. God is watching and he knows all. And so this is the moment that when you reflect, ask God for forgiveness and recognize God exists. Recognize that the Lord is true and you must make an effort and worry about seeking that God and you will find him here in the Bible. And this God will then manifest in your life. And here in verse 13, he, now, we here are speaking of our King, our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of glory, the King of kings, who is our King, who is governing us, but His kingdom is not physical or material, it is spiritual. This is why we feel Him in our hearts, we feel Him in our lives. This is why we see the miracles He performs. And do you know, the Lord has performed many miracles in these days. God has performed many miracles. He has healed many men and women who have been ill because of the coronavirus. And they have been ill at the brink of death. And we've prayed for them. We've asked the Lord to have mercy of them and they have come out unharmed. They have been healed. They've recovered and they are happy giving God thanks. And the Lord has healed many people. But all of these people, it's because in their hearts, there was a bit of humility of calling to the Lord, of praying and trusting in God. The Lord has been manifesting also with many people who are poor and in need. God has been giving them money. God has been giving them food miraculously. There are people who don't believe in miracles. They say that miracles are a lie. But in this time, there have been many miracles. It is so that people believe that God does exist and He does work miracles. He does make showers of blessings come upon us. And it's not just that the blessing of, a, of food or money being in the bank and the food is in the grocery store for us to obtain or in the land in which it's planted and grown. No, God works miracles. And he supports the people who call upon him, those who believe in him, those who seek him. And this is why in this time we have heard many testimonies in regards to the miracles God has worked for many people. And so I invite you, those that are listening, who don't come to our church, who have not congregated, but surely maybe because of your family, your loved ones who come to the church, you're listening to us, you're listening to our teaching. And so believe, believe, and I share with you, God has been manifesting so much. We have uploaded to the website, to our website for the Church of God Ministry of Jesus Christ International. We have a website and we have been uploading the testimonies of the miracles that God has performed and worked for many people that congregate in our church. 
And so the Lord is not biased, but the Lord listens to all those who call to Him wholeheartedly. And so the invitation is for you as well. If you don't come to the church, read the Bible. Call to the Lord for your family, for your loved ones, for those that are closest to you. If perhaps maybe you are a victim of this illness or you know someone hospitalized, pray to God, plead to Him, and you will see God will listen and will deliver. He will heal. He will comfort. And God will manifest Himself among you just as He has done so with us. So we give the glory to our God. This is a testimony, an invitation I make to you all those who do not congregate or are believers in our congregation of the Church of God Ministry of Jesus Christ International. And so we continue reading in regards to our King Jesus Christ, our perfect King, our just King. And in verse 13, it says, He will spare the poor and needy and will save the souls of the needy. But it's not just those who are poor money-wise, but also that person who is defenseless, who is humble of heart and has no one to maybe lend a hand. The Lord is there, ready to lend a hand and bless that person and to continue saying He will redeem their life. So men and women, those who follow Him, those who call to Him and seek Him, He will redeem their life from oppression and violence. So the Lord will protect them from all of these things. And it says, and precious shall be their blood in His sight. So if anyone experiences an accident or violent death, again it says, precious shall be their blood in His sight. Meaning, God will bless. He will bless people. He will offer them prosperity in life and also after life. And so God is working these marvels and these benefits to those who seek Him, who trust and believe in Him. This is the true God. And in verse 15, it says, And he shall live, and the gold of Sheba will be given to him. Prayer also will be made for him continually, and daily he shall be praised. Now this is what we must do for our king. It says that we must pray and we must continually give Him the honor and the glory. We must give our heart to Him, be sincere, and praise our God, testify of Him always, speak of God always. This is what we ought to do. And in verse 16, there will be an abundance of grain in the earth on the top of the mountains. Its fruit shall wave like Lebanon. Now here, this is in reference to the abundance, and it speaks in figures and metaphors, and it is in reference to the blessings, material and spiritual blessings, that God gives to His chosen ones and to those who believe in Him, follow Him, and want to do His will. And in verse 17, His name shall endure forever. The name of who? The name of our King, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our King. His name shall endure forever. His name shall continue as long as the sun. And so the name of this King of Kings will continue forever. And we 
What we must do is praise Him, recognize Him, and glorify Him, and not to think that He disappears for some time, but God is and will be and will endure forever. He is the same. He will be the same. He is the same. He endures forever. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So the Lord is not going to disappear every year, and every year the Lord is going to die, and every year He's going to resurrect. This is an error. These are contradictions. We cannot believe these things, nor give credibility, but read the Bible, and we must see that He is a powerful God, and as our God, He did His work over 2,000 years ago, and that work was left there. And now what must we do? We must follow His gospel. We must follow the true gospel and occupy our time in prayer, in praises to our God, and in the recognition of Him. Let us spend our time on that and not so much in making a remembrance and celebrating the birthday or having so many commemorations because all of this does not please the Lord and he doesn't care about those things what he wants is that we be intelligent we be wise we be realists that we be intelligent and God is a living God of power he doesn't need for us to constantly celebrate these things every year. No, he wants us to be people that are mature and we are always in the presence of our God with all maturity, with all knowledge and doing the works that he has taught us that we ought to do, that we should do all the things that he's left written so that we may do and in this way we fulfill his will. This is what God wants. And it says here, His name shall endure forever. His name shall continue as long as the sun. And men shall be blessed in Him. All nations shall call Him blessed. And so all nations who believe and praise God, believe in His King of Kings, in our Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God, as that Almighty God, it says that the nations shall call him blessed, meaning God will bless all. And he will be called blessed, the only blessed one, our King, our Lord Jesus Christ. And in verse 18, it says, Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. So it says, God is the only one who does wondrous things. I repeat and reiterate, we do not need to trust in any other being, in other people, in other creatures, men or women, animals, stones, pieces of wood, trees. Do not believe in other things as a way out or a solution to our problems and to our sickness or our need. No. There is only one God that exists. He is the only one that does wondrous things, meaning He gives healing, He gives happiness, He gives peace to men, He gives food, He gives health. The Lord is the only one. He gives salvation. He is the only way. He is that almighty God that lives and exists. This is the God whom we should follow. Verse 19, And blessed be His glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with His glory. 
Amen and Amen. So the name of our God will be glorious forever and all of the earth will be filled with the glory of our God. And so this is what we ought to be concerned with. Let us worry about pleasing this powerful God. Let us worry in pleasing this King of kings and Lord of lords. Let us worry about knowing him, those who do not know him, and those who do know our God, those who do know the Lord, let us then be concerned in receiving more of him and praying and trusting in him and asking him to extend his mighty merciful hand and that the Lord listen and hear the call and prayer and sadness of people, the sickness and the situation that is currently befallen the world. And so all those who now know the Lord, what we must do is pray and call to the Lord, praise Him and give God thanks for everything and wait on His mercy and manifestation. Wait for His power to be manifested among us all. So we will never be ashamed of preaching this true God, of preaching this righteous King. We will never be ashamed of that because He is a true God who has given us many signs and He has shown and proven to us time and time after that He lives and exists and He is powerful and He manifests and He works miracles in our lives. And so, my beloved brothers and sisters, we are all going to pray and we're going to ask the Lord and also the brothers and the sisters that congregate in the church and who now know and you know how to pray to God let us present our prayer and ask the Lord to have mercy and that he remove this virus this situation that is affecting the world and that the Lord have mercy and hear us and also let us pray for the doctors and the nurses all around the world who are the people at the forefront and they are exposing their own health in trying to help those that are ill in the hospital so they are also exposed and so we're going to ask the Lord for mercy and we're also going to pray that the Lord rebuke sorcery and witchcraft because witchcraft and sorcery are currently reigning and many people are ill many people are victims of sorcery and witchcraft of these evil spirits of illness that torment them as well so we're going to ask the Lord ask our God for mercy and we're going to pray that the Lord may provide and give sustenance and all things necessary for those that are in need those men and women all over the world that make a living day by day that's how they make their living they don't work in a company they don't have a salary so they work in simple jobs and they live financially day by day and so we're going to pray to God and, and we're going to ask for all of them and all of you there I know the Lord is going to hear your prayer and so let us ask that the Lord have mercy and that he may extend his mighty hand just 
as God extended His hand when Moses was with the people, guiding the people of Israel, and God worked many miracles, miracles, wonders, and signs, and the Lord manifested, and many knew that their God was powerful, and that God is the same God we have today, and so we're going to express to Him that He move, and that He manifest, so that His name may be glorified. Because once the Lord blesses and works a miracle, what people do is say, Thanks, Lord. Thank you, God. And so we glorify the Lord. And so we want the name of our God to be glorified. And we want the Lord to hear us. So let us now present ourselves to the Lord in prayer. And then we will sing chorus 150 titled, Give Me Oil. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, Holy Father, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, in this moment, we stand before your presence. And Lord, you know there are thousands of people, men and women, that are in your presence at this time, praying, praying and asking for mercy. And all, and all will see my mighty hand. All will see my mighty hand because I will manifest and I will come to many. I will come and manifest myself to many, show myself to many, and give eternal life. But before giving eternal life, I will also give material blessings. And I will continue to bless with the material things. I will bless many with money and with food and will clothe some and provide homes to others because I will manifest myself all over the world and my sons and daughters that follow me I will bless and I will grant them power I will give them many spiritual gifts to go out and proclaim my name my word to go out and declare and teach the world that I exist and my name ought to be praised and glorified that my name ought to be honored and that I ought to be recognized by all of mankind because I will manifest myself in a great way and I will be giving revelations to many who do not know me. I will show them my salvation. I will show them my existence. And I will be listening to the prayers of many because there are many that pray and call to me who are not a part of my church. They are not a part of the church. They are not a part of the congregation, but they have been praying and asking. And I will bless many. I will listen to many. I will listen to their supplication and prayer and I will answer. I will answer their prayers and I will grant them their desires. And I will be blessing in many ways, removing the evil on the appointed day. I will remove all evil on the appointed day, but you must know I exist and my word is true, that my path is true, that my word is faithful and true, and my promises are also faithful and true. I will remove the harm and illness in many, not just this illness, but also other illnesses I will remove from many because many will have healing. They will receive the healing of their bodies and I will manifest greatly 
and they will come to my congregation. I will bring them to bless them and to give them eternal life and convert and continue forward. Be steadfast and heed my call because blessings I will give to all. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you, Heavenly King. Thank you, my Lord and Almighty God. Thank you, Father. Thank you in the glorious name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you because you are the King. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the King of Kings. Thank you, eternal God. Your word is true. Thank you because we know you, Lord, and we have heard of you for a long time, and we have seen your mighty hand. We have seen your marvels. We have seen your wonders, your miracles, and what you've done in our lives and for others. Thank you, my Father, for making yourself known to people, the world, mankind, for making yourself known to those in need, who need of you, those that are afflicted, those that are sad. Thank you, Holy Father. Those that are in need, you will extend your hand. Thank you, my God. Thank you, my Lord. We do not deserve it. We are not worthy, but Lord, you are love. Your mercy is forever and blessed God. God, we pray that you also extend your healing hand and that you protect the bodies of the doctors all over the world that they too they are exposed before this illness and they're trying to help people and help them understand that it is your love and your mercy that is extended toward them and what you give to them so that they feel that desire to serve others and exposing themselves lord thank you thank you my lord for hearing us thank you for listening to our prayer thank you heavenly father for your mercy and for your truth we give you thanks in the glorious name of jesus christ and bless all the brothers and the sisters that congregate in the church lord thank you and bless them all thank you holy father blessed and praised is your name forever and evermore praises to our god give me oil in my lamp keep me burning Give me oil in my lamp, I pray. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King of Kings. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Give me oil in my lamp, I pray. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King of Kings. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King. Yes, Lord, glory to God. Thanks be to our God. Thanks be to the Lord. The honor and the glory is for our God. And may God bless you greatly. I love you in the Lord. And I send you a warm embrace and my affection. May God bless you all. Thank you, brothers and sisters.